I didn't notice it at first. I was working out so hard. Welcome aboard the USS Boda. This is your captain, not Patrick Stewart speaking. You're listening to Dork Trek. Dorktrek.com. Engage, Mr. Manny. No. Did, and now it started again. What is this episode called? The Persistence of Vision? Yes. yes. It's, a, uh, it's a WandaVision spinoff. Oh, yes. it's a, okay. All right. It's, uh, what, is, what is Voyager, if not Star Trek persisting? <laughs> it's persistent, all right. <laughs> wow. You, you, Bob, you didn't watch WandaVision, right? I did not. Yeah, so you didn't get that. Yeah. But I'm just saying I You probably saw the memes though. I did. The the fleet of memes yes. that came out. I felt like I didn't have to watch WandaVision because I could just see all the memes and have some general idea of what's happening. I'd still recommend it though. It's pretty good. I don't oh, care. What, what, six episodes or something? I think it's eight. Loki yeah. was six. Yeah. I just don't care. I don't it's it's so good, Bob. I mean I'm sure it is. I just don't. I, I don't care. I haven't seen any of the Avengers movies that Vision is in, so I have no ties to the character besides the comics. You and never even saw Infinity War? Nah. The last I didn't see the last Avengers movie I saw was the first one. <laughs> I didn't see Ultron. Oh really? Yeah. I thought you were like a Marvel dude. I do. I love the comics. He likes comics. I like to read the comics. Um, I just, I, I fell behind when we had the kids and moved here, I fell behind watching stuff. And I was like, I'm never going to make, um, I don't have the time to watch like 600 hours. Yeah. So, I mean, I think I watched yeah. the Captain America trilogy and I liked the last two of those. And I really liked those movies. Yeah. Um, I, yeah, but I don't, yeah, I just don't, you know. Yeah. Like I, I didn't, like I had to wait for Ant-Man to come out on USA or whatever, TNT. You know, like that shit at the library. I have my my hierarchy of things that I'll prioritize within the MCU. It's like, okay, I'll go see an Avengers movie. I'll go see Captain America's whatever. But Ant Man, eh, I I know I'll enjoy it, but I'm not in a hurry. Ant Man was really good, though. It was fun. It was. Yeah. It was. It was good. I liked it. But you know, it's Ant Man. Yeah. I gotta. I gotta go see Black Panther. I don't gotta see, go see Ant Man. You know what? See, you I did. Choice I saw Black Panther in the theater. I I thought the CG was surprisingly bad. The movie was good, but the CG looked pretty shitty for considering. In points, yeah. Yeah, so, it looked really bad. Especially the the end fight scene with the trains and stuff. It yeah, look that looked like garbage. The Spider Man, the first Spider Man movie looked better than that. But like the, it was. Uh, the costumes and the set designs were phenomenal, though. No, they were, but it's just the CG looked terrible it actually looked like it went backwards we i mean sophie wanted to watch um captain marvel so we watched that and i thought that was oh that was pretty good when uh i guess it started with iron man 3 possibly i'm trying to think when these things that came out fucking movie but dan my youngest <laughs> dano and i have seen every marvel movie together like we just make a point when it comes out we go see them you know either as a group or whatever but we're going to see it together somehow some way when black panther came out um that became an entire affair just the everybody wanted to go see that so their mom bought tickets because i didn't bother to buy tickets ahead so the, the kid's mom bought tickets got me one so i'm like sure we'll we'll all go see black panther together whatever but then it turned into 
the same kind of evolution that she fucking does to me every goddamn time where I get stuck with something. Ben is real snippy tonight. And so he's like Andy Rooney. Yeah. (laughs) You ever wonder? No. Yeah, I mean, you got the set for it, kind of. What cheeses me off? Do you want grinds my gears? So it's at Chesapeake Square. No Seth MacFarlane on this show. None. It's at Chesapeake Square Mall, first of all, that we're going to go. Why? Why would you go there? Because that's closer to them. So fine. I'm getting a free ticket to a thing that's sold out for weeks. So sure. But just wait a couple weeks and then it won't be sold out. It's not like it's it's not like it's fucking Hamilton on Broadway. Black Panther. Black Panther was sold out for a while. Yeah. So it's especially at Chesapeake Square Mall. What does that mean, Ben? You know exactly <laughs> what the fuck it means. You say the military circle mall. You would see it at the at the at the African American mall at an ethnic urban mall. So I get there. Ain't there. no city. There ain't no city at Chesapeake. <laughs> this is, this is, and, what are you talking about? So their mom is like, "Oh hey, we want uh, to get popcorn. So go save what four kids, hers five, me is six. <laughs> go save six seats in the theater." And we're pretty quick. We're early. So I go into this mall. And now for the next half hour, because God knows she can't get through a fucking line, you know, in any kind of timely manner. I got to sit there by myself telling people who are coming into this place to sit down. No, no, you can't sit here. Why do you need six people to go get popcorn? Hey, why, man? Don't tell me where to sit. Well, that was where I want, oppressor. (laughs) This is our hero. My colonizer. Colonizer. Exactly. It's just like. No, no, can't. Uh, the, these seats are reserved. Uh, my, I'm sorry, friend. My, my family and I are going to be sitting here. Uh, it's like, Jesus. After <laughs> the forever. Second, <laughs> <laughs> I haven't said, whoo hoo, you know, hey, you know, it's BLM isn't a thing yet, but I'm, I'm, I'm there. I find myself um, going to movies and, and getting there really early and being happy that no one's there. And as the theater slowly fills up, getting annoyed that people show up and then contemplating leaving like that's my (laughs) that's that's my my thought strategy going to movies i get there really early i get a good spot i'm like okay cool there's not going to be a lot of people here this is awesome and then it slowly fills up and then more people come and i'm just like i want to go home like i don't want to be here anymore and this was before covid so i can't imagine how it's going to be after covid i know my best friend and i have done the 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 solo movie thing i don't know if jen and i ever did it but jay and i went to the movies one time and i guess it was boyfriend not a not a great movie but we go into what and this is back i guess in the early 90s no one's in the theater it's like the third week that this thing has been out but we just not got around to seeing it that's the best and so the theater's empty we're sitting there and some kid walks in and he's like oh somebody's in here i'm yeah hang on and you hear him running up the stairs. <laughs> He's, He's going to start the movie. Yeah, yeah, and he literally starts it for us. And it's just Mr. like Simpson, <laughs> there's someone in the theater. <laughs> Masturbating. We were watching, a buddy of mine and I were watching Destiny Turns on the Radio, which is the worst movie I've ever seen before in my whole life. <laughs> um, it came out after Pulp Fiction and Quentin Tarantino's in it, but he's not didn't write it, didn't direct it. He's just acting in it. And Quentin Tarantino's not a good actor. Um, I think the lady from Nancy Travis from um, um, So I Married an Axe Murderer is in it as well. It's a terrible movie. It's awful. I couldn't even tell you what it was about, but I saw it. Go ahead, Dennis. Are you sure it's the worst movie you've ever seen? Yeah, it's pretty close. That that Colin Farrell movie where everybody turns into an animal. 
know that one. God damn it, I'm gonna have to look it up. The Colin, well, like you... the lobster or something. I remember you talking yeah, the about lobster. that. Yeah, the lobster movie. Yeah, that. These are different experiences. Different bad. This is this is different. These are different experiences. Um, the Lobster is the worst movie I've ever seen because it came under. Oh, this is really good. It's you're really gonna like this. It's I think this will be your kind of movie. And the fact that people were saying they thought it would be my kind of movie. <laughs> these people don't know anything about me or Just... and. Cut them they out mean, of your life at this point. Yes, they've sullied my good name, sir. It's really twisted. You'll yeah, love it. You'll love it. That's like, now the movie was fucking terrible. But this movie was bad on a different level. Like, it was just, this movie was trying too hard, even though that one was trying too hard too. But it's a different time, different experience. But anyway, so it's me and my friend Josh and then one other guy in the movie theater. And we're making fun of this movie the whole time mystery science theater 3000 wise and uh, usher comes in he's like hey man you guys got to keep it down and we look down at the kid in front of us we like you don't care do you? he's like no fuck this movie like see we're good <laughs> and then the guy just left like it was awesome like it was we just asked him like you don't care do you he's like no I'm like okay Why did he fine. care enough to come out and tell you to keep it down probably because we were being loud up there i guess they heard i don't know like he did just told us that we were being a little unruly and we we're like i'm that guy doesn't give a fuck there's nobody in here i went to see people under the stairs at the theater when that came out Harry um Potter? It, no this oh. this was a, a urban horror movie you mean with african-american people yeah and um this was what was it i it was my double date it was playing with her pussy my best my 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 best friend at the time his girlfriend and then the foreign exchange student that was staying with his girlfriend and so we go to the theater and the crowd is just completely out of control because the movie was that kind of movie i don't know if you've seen it it's a scary one scary movie but it's it's a lot of don't go in there no more than a no oh, that stupid motherfucker you know <laughs> so the crowd was out of control and the manager comes in right it's like hey and like the lights come on he's <laughs> like jesus calm it the fuck down or i'm gonna clear this place out jesus and it goes works. and so after the you know when after the movie stuff we're we're uh, going home or whatever and we're talking about the movie and uh, the girl was just like, yeah, the scariest part of the movie was when this, the scary, angry man came in and made the <laughs> lights come on and he was screaming at us. You know, if he does like, it every every show to freak people out. It's like, is, is this how American theaters are always like? And it's just like, yeah. It's like that, back in the old. Actually, that was a note that was taped to the reels that they got from yeah. the uh, distributor of the film that he had to come in at that point and yell at the crowd no matter what. Like yeah. in the fifties when they would put like electrical things under the seats so people felt sparks and like, oh, what's that? That's weird. <laughs> and like they gimmick the, the theater. Yeah. Yeah. This one you just have an angry middle-aged white guy from Alabama. Yeah. Hi! That which is Dennis can detest. That's probably pretty scary, right, Dennis? Yeah. It's the lynch mob. <laughs> the lynch mob's coming next. Not the good lynch mob, not the ice cube and the lynch mob, but the oh, bad man. one. Yeah. All right, so this episode is called The uh, Persistence of Time. Persistence vision. of Vision. Oh, excuse this me, was, Persistence of Vision. Speaking of scary movies, this was the Halloween episode for 1995. Huh. Came out on October 30th. Very, I got to tell you, like, I was satisfied watching this episode. The 
the opening minutes of this episode, I have never felt more connected to a starship captain. Like, <laughs> that was the most relatable five to ten minutes of of my Star Trek experience. Yes, as a yes. parent of five children, <laughs> you're probably like, "Oh, I get that." As a manager, as just everything, it, this thing was speaking. It's like, yeah, Tuvok, yeah, I'll fit that meeting in because God knows my calendar's not already full. Sure. It's like, oh yeah, when have you had a day off? The fuck if I know, Doctor, you little miniature well, fuck. That's the part that started, like, it threw me <coughs> off right at the beginning. I was like, this episode's gonna be fucking stupid. Mm-hmm. When, like, in the middle of all this, when she has shit to do, like, important shit to do, he's like, I order you to go take a, take a break, go yeah. to the holodeck, and go go do some porn or whatever you do in the holodeck. Yeah, your Harlequin hollow novel. Yeah, go in finger the bang middle yourself. of all this shit. That's when he and I'll her. be watching. You know that I <laughs> I spy on everybody all the time. I like the way she she just completely snaps on uh, Harry though, where she's just like, I can't be coming. I, I'm busy. I can't be coming down here at the just every time you call. You know but, she's been wanting to do that for a really long time too. Yeah. Like yell yeah. at Harry every little kind of project. Her her like you would think she would be into it because like in the first few episodes of Voyager, she's like mm-hmm. she was totally nerding out with Torres about all the engineering things. It seems like it was her, her background. Like, yeah. you would think she would be in engineering too much, like trying to yeah, but you get tired, connect with that part. Yeah, she's tired. She's tired of this bullshit. Like, just, I, can, I can get being tired of Harry, for sure. Y'all yeah. getting it, get it working and give me a call. Yeah. that That's my mission right now. Get it working, give me a call, and then I'll say, good job, junior people who I don't know your name, and then you go on with life. Yes. I really appreciate that she is clearly not into micromanaging at all. She doesn't give a shit about what anybody has to tell her at this moment. She's just, just like, just, just fucking, do your fucking job. Yeah. That's why I hired you. Get Do the job. I don't have to be here every step of the way. I'm a captain. You're all lieutenants, except Harry. Sorry. Who's <laughs> never going to be higher than an ensign. You know. No matter Harry. what. I should not even know a name of an ensign. Once I'm 06. Yeah. Once I'm a captain, it's just like, Enzin, what? Who now? I should just be able to say, Enzin, go do that. I, I Don't give them names. If you give them names, you, they think you care. Yeah. Just <laughs> And that's hard. Just stop. No, you're right. That's hard. The can, you know, Enzin cannon fodder, I need you to go stand over by that bulkhead. Something bad's about to happen. Enzin cannon fodder, go stand over by that console, because sparks are going to shoot out of that in a couple seconds. Go over there. That console right there. Rocks on the bridge. Why are there rocks on the bridge? I don't know, but we got them. <laughs> They're so going to fall. I, <laughs> bags of them. When I was uh, stationed in Korea, it was my first assignment. And the unit that I went to, they had a tradition, I guess, that our the current commander there had started, where the most junior officer in the unit would be designated the ensign and had to carry like the unit's ensign. flag. <laughs> yeah, the ensign for the the unit to official functions and like intramural events and everything like that. And so that's fine. Uh, the person before me was the ensign for like two weeks. The person before him was ensign for like a month. I was ensign for the entire time I was there because no other, like nobody else came <laughs> to the unit oh, until until no. right before I left. So for the whole that year sucks. I was there, I was the ensign. Well, now, were you an actual butter bar at the time, or were yeah. you up? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, um, she's yelling at everybody, and the do- the very small doctor 
and you you can tell this is 1995 because it's not great uh great effects she he says go to the holodeck and she goes to her her novel and just starts making out with some with some computer program mommy doesn't like it when you make out with the man and i'll say it kids little kids in victorian clothes spooky yeah right like it's 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 a good it's a good mix yeah and that uh, that boy actually was in generations he was one of jean luc's uh, uh dream children i guess in the uh, uh, okay what, what was the, the thing called the, the nexus yeah the, the nexus. nexus kid let's see if we can get him on the show and he was <laughs> actually he played uh john Connor in uh sarah connor chronicles really yeah. oh, wow okay so now, he might he might be a tough get then were, were these the same kids though that were on the previous time like when she yeah. first got this job yeah, yeah. okay yeah. i thought they they looked familiar so. At first, I was nervous because I thought this was going to be like a whole holodeck episode. And I'm like, oh, shit. It's going to malfunction. I'm out. It's not really a holodeck episode. I mean, I was thinking it takes place in the four walls of yeah. the holodeck. I mean, it is. There are hallucinations involved. But as we learn to find out later, that's because of an alien, y'all. <laughs> but um, I thought it was just a strictly a holodeck episode, and I was afraid for me and all of you and everyone who was going to listen to this podcast. I, I was I was going to lose my shit. I was I was not in the mood. Many Bothans died to bring us this episode. Yes, and I'm just... <laughs> I was not in the mood to watch a holodeck episode, but I was like, "Fuck, man, really?" Because I've been trying to have a better attitude about Voyager. And when he said, "All right, you go to the holodeck," I was like, oh, "I could feel my my." There- excitement or anticipation of watching this episode just kind of just being sucked out of my body because they were fucking with holographic shit so you know that they've done so they've cut the wrong wire somehow and mm-hmm. now the whole episode is her trapped in eight you know yeah 1800s that's what i was afraid of this is like no oh, say i'm i'm glad that she wasn't hallucinating because of some space cloud that they've drove through you know yeah. no space cloud no space cloud no anomalies no time travel. No, no time travel no space lsd yeah this was just i mean and some i'd say pervy alien some per- and there yeah. were points in the episode where it was actually kind of spooky yeah like i thought it did a good I, job i was enjoying it i was feeling a little tension even though you know i know it's episodic but i'm just like okay oh shit did she oh no kes can see him too what the hell's going on yeah, I was, I was a little disappointed. I only had time to watch it in one point twenty-five speed <laughs> instead of regular speed. <laughs> I think that was a good speed. I watched it. That's the speed, speed I watched it in. It See, was... but I think for for this episode, and I don't want to sound like a nerd, but for this episode, mm-hmm. does the one point two five speed kind of take away some of the suspense of it? I think it. I think I might watch it again in regular speed just to see if it if it was a little because I feel like it could be a little bit more suspenseful. You know, that's yeah. I, I mean, it's the, fine. I, I think <laughs> I, I really think watching it the way it was meant to be watched, especially with this one, because there there was actually all right. Martin Scorsese so on a 19 inch television. Yeah, that's yeah, what we need to watch it. I, I, yes. I watched it on Over my broadcast TV across the room on my uh, laptop monitor because Did I you sit uh, across the room when you watched it. Well, it was more than our it was for the tv is maybe if i was in a small room in the 90s but your laptop monitor is probably like 15 inches right 17 inches uh probably 
15, 16. Yeah, see, that's getting close to what we had as TVs. Exactly. You set it across the... I've, I've been thinking about doing that because you can find these old uh, Zenith consoles sometimes at swap meets and stuff. Get one of those and gut it because then I've got a CRT I can play with, which as an you know electronics technician, that's just going to be a whole holiday for me. But once I gut it, put like a flat panel inside of it so you're making a an, a new tv look old yeah make like a console tv but with new technology inside i of don't it. hate that idea honestly like one of those old projection tv boxes because those are those are big enough they have a big enough no. screen area for like a plasma TV like the wooden inside. box i'm talking yeah. about the, the zenith console no, i know i know yeah my yeah, grandma had one of those with and you and so the tv that you can buy for it is going to be about the size of a freaking uh, computer monitor. As a matter of fact, it might be better to use a computer monitor. Just slide it in. Yeah, and just like, and then you've just got all kinds of space for activities because those CRTs are huge. All right, stepbrothers. <laughs> but you much more room for activities. But yeah, so it's like, what, a 20, 25-inch uh, monitor is all you need? I think you can make this happen. And then you could watch Voyager the way it was meant to be. You could watch Voyager the way it was meant to be. Just watch it, like Dennis said, watch it on your computer monitor, sit halfway across the room, and then put rub sand in your eyes. So it's, you know, maybe you got a bad <laughs> signal funny. that day. or it, Well. You should put some aluminum be, foil on it to help yeah. the reception. Then put some aluminum foil on your head so the government can't reach your thoughts, bro. Yep. Wow. No, I, I, yeah, I, because I think DS9 actually suffered from me watching it. Like where I'm sitting now and I'm watching you guys on, I've got you guys on my television. So maybe six feet away. Yeah, about maybe, maybe six feet away from the screen. Right. And it's a 65 inch screen, I guess, isn't it? Or 55? 75. It's your TV's huge. It's, it's, it's big. Yeah. Right. So DS9, there were several times where I would see the nose makeup on Quark. Yeah. I would see the eye edges on uh, Odo. Never noticed it before. And it was because I was watching it on a 25 inch Zenith across the room. And there were some times too when some of the space battles looked eh on yeah. the on the TV because it's just, it's too high tech. It doesn't, they don't, the techs don't match, bro. Yeah. But it doesn't take away from the overall enjoyment. And I think but this episode, though, perfect. You didn't yeah. have any of that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's a, well, I mean, I really, I, I, Jenny, you just said it. I really liked it. Did you really like the episode? Mm -hmm. Yeah. This is probably one of my favorite ones so far. Like I said, I, I might actually rewatch it. Really? In regular <laughs> speed? Yeah. <laughs> That's Has that cool. ever happened before? Uh, I've said I might do it, but this time I actually mean it. <laughs> One thing I noticed in this episode is how thin uh, Torres is. Mm -hmm. Like, I think I've seen a lot of the, re like, in syndication, like the ones where she's pregnant. And so in my mind, she's kind of, you know, like, she's pregnant. pregnant. Yeah. Pregnant. She's pregnant, pregnant man. man. She's healthy. But she seemed so skinny in this episode. Yeah. I was like, somebody Chicote's give her a sandwich. Chakotay's going to break her. Yeah. Give her a cucumber sandwich real quick. And a nice ornate tea glass. <laughs> yeah, some of that was weird. Um, 
I just so basically she starts hallucinating supposedly things from the holodeck out in the real real space and it's just like what's going on and it gets worse and worse and worse she thinks she's going crazy then Kess sees it and now they're like oh something's going on so they start yeah. you know digging into it it gets worse gets worse she gives command to Chakotay who's just like I'm just here to get a check and uh this probably was his favorite episode I'm sure um they got to do some smooching oh yeah I mean, there's a bunch of news. Have you seen a lot of the news lately? I guess I saw it on a couple sites where uh, Bragg is coming out and saying that Chakotay sucked. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) A couple of places, yeah. Uh, I can find the actual story, Dennis, while you guys Chakotay or Roberto Beltran? Um, Robert Beltran. Yeah, Beltran. Robert. Oh, sorry. Yeah. I I over-Hispanicized him. (laughs) Where, you know, they were saying it's like he, he he phoned it in. He was bored. He was low energy. Um, and then, you know, he's saying, oh, they didn't use my character enough. And then I guess Braga was saying, well, yeah, because he was boring. He was low energy. He didn't want to be there. So you just. Yeah, but he can be like, bitch, it. you hired me. Yeah. <laughs> like, you knew what you were getting. And yeah. so they were like, yeah, sometimes we just used him in episodes because it's, you know, it would be an episode where, yeah, that's actually the first officer that should be doing that. And they're like, shit. Yeah, get Beltran to... It says Brandon Braga, who was one of the producers, was quoted as saying he thought Beltran looked down at this whole thing. He thought it was stupid or something. Braga went to describe the actor as unprofessional. And it was Braga's opinion that Beltran that led the producers not to want to write for him. And they just said, like, he didn't think he was prepared on set. I mean, we saw that in one of the episodes. That was season one, bro. There were, yeah, there were flags in season one. Huh? Hey, what? Oh, I'm sorry. I was oh. thinking about lunch. Cut. Do you, think, do you think at some point he was like, hey, if if the episode's about a space anomaly, I'm just going to phone it in, guys. Yeah. I, was, I was reading that that story from redshirtsalwaysdie.com. And I, guess, and I guess this is from the book, The 50-Year Mission, that we've read. And if you haven't, it's pretty good. Maybe think- instead of doing the whole thing, we should just do excerpts from the – we should just reread the Voyager years. <laughs> Just talk, complain about that right now, and just do that section. I think the uh, the guy who does that red shirts always die Twitter also is like uh, Detroit Pistons. Uh, Duncan, do you think it's Duncan? Whatever his I, name I, I'm is, I'm pretty sure it's him. Yeah, yeah, he's like a Detroit Pistons uh, Twitter person. Not not officially for the team, yeah. but like a journalist. Yeah. I don't know if he's really a journalist. I don't know. He he writes about the Pistons all the time. He's a, he's a journalist just as much as we are podcast, yeah. as, as much as we are broadcasters. Right? No, I'm just like, I'm just saying that. Like, I don't know if he works for an official. You're Dennis. You're you're you're. If he's in an official capacity for any, if he gets paid to do it, yeah. Can we get he's professional? Because <clears throat> like our our friend uh, Nate, like he he doesn't get paid to do it, but he's a he's a great sport commentator and observer and stuff like that. But he doesn't get paid to do it. He's an observer of sport. <clears throat> so we have amateur sport casters now. That's a thing. Yeah, it's called Twitter. Listen to that. Uh, speaking of Voyager, Robert Picardo offered free autographs if you got vaccinated. Oh, nice. That's nice. It's good to see him still being doctorly. Yeah. Yeah. Can you get in a hypospray? Yes, you got in a hypospray. Or when they inject you, they go, Kss. yeah. That's what I made mine do. I was like, we were at CVS. And I was like, when you put it in, well, you go, Tss. and she was like, what? I said, it's a sex thing. 
and makes it not her. It's like, that's fine, baby. She's like, don't you mean when you put it in? Like, no, 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 no. no, You put it in. I know what I'm saying. (laughs) When I was a kid, they had a big vaccination. Drop this on. I didn't stutter or anything, did I? I know what I want. Don't don't kink shame me at CVS. They sell dildos here, for God's sakes, man. Do they? Yes. I mean, personal massagers. Yeah, they. You can't find them in Virginia Beach because I looked, but. But they do sell them in, in Ohio. Like they're just right there with the other stuff, like the lube and all the, you can buy personal massagers. Okay. Yeah. And they no. just look like dildos. So the hyperstration though, when I was a kid, they, uh, in first grade, they had a big uh, vaccination drive. And so they were giving us the polio vaccine. Things and, never change in Alabama, huh? And, like the- <laughs> and, and the, uh, what do you call it? The uh, measles vaccine and the measles they were giving Ebonic it to plague. Us. Yes, they had like the uh, what do you call it? Uh, they it looked like a phaser, but then it had like an air compressor on top. To well, no, like the the pipe coming to the air compressor was at the bottom, like the one they give. Um, what's his name in Total Recall? Kinda, yeah. Love and that. So I was like, no. I was like, all <laughs> like hyped up because take it, Quaid. <laughs> it it looked like a phaser. But it worked like a hypo spray. Oh my come <laughs> So I was like super excited to to get the shot, but to get the polio vaccine, they took and they had like a little ampule or something, and they would like you had to lean your head back and they would drip it into your mouth. And I'm like, nope. They had to and drip then, it in your mouth. That's gross. Yeah, and then they thought I was scared of the the of the hypo spray thing, and I was like, no, that's cool, but you're not dripping stuff in my fucking mouth, and. So then I had like a tantrum and they sent me to the principal's office and then I had to get both shots the old fashioned way at my doctor. But I really wanted the the hypo. But when I joined the military, (laughs) they had the hypo spray things too. And they're like, hey, don't flex your arm. Because it it, can't help it, bro. It could, it could. Look, I didn't even notice I was. (laughs) I didn't even notice I was getting vaccinations because I was working out so hard. So I don't know. But uh, yeah, yeah, I love it. Was working out so hard. I didn't even notice it was ten degrees below zero. That's really funny. Um, yeah, so <laughs> that was awesome. I saw a spooky child. Uh... But again, though, you dress up a kid <laughs> in Victorian clothes, and it's spooky. Like it just works. It's just spooky. You spoke of a child, and then all of a sudden, and one just appeared. But she wasn't dressed in Victorian clothes, yeah. so that's why it wasn't spooky. She was earlier. Okay, I don't know what you guys do down there, man. Mother, I can't play Mozart. And then she leaves, and you're just like, "What the hell was that?" And she drops the yeah. It's this hollow novel. If we're gonna see more of this, it's real bad. Like, see, I'm, I'm not. I'm invested. It's over. I'm invested in this. Why? I, I, I want. I want. The, to know the story what's on the fourth floor is his wife did he kill his wife is is did they fake her death and that's why like she's locked up in the fourth floor and that's why we can't uh, go up there dennis you're saying insurance scam dennis you're saying we're not going to see any more of this you don't know that well not these actors anyways this is the last episode for them but the hall is- i saw that uh that thomas decker kid was uh that from the Sarah Connor, Connor Chronicles, I was like, Sarah oh, shit, how many episodes is he in? And uh, it's just this one and the last one they were in. But, so, but I mean, this, I mean, I know she does the the novel thing for a very long time, right? 
I don't think so. I, I know it's a different I, story. I know there's no payoff on this one. Really? Which is off to that Irish village bullshit. I'm all actually That's a bit disappointed. The one. I wanted to know what happens with the the dead mother. Like, is yeah. it like a like Mrs. a psycho Mrs. kind of situation? Davenport, what's happening? <laughs> so, does she stop doing this hollow novel because the hallucination of her her boyfriend thinks that she's cheating on him with a light thing? Is it cheating? No, that's what I'm saying. I don't think it is. I oh no, I I, I want I want it's Jenny's like name. using a personal massager, basically. Yeah, she's just is jerking it? off. Yeah, it's just yeah. made out of light. It's yeah. like just a hologram. Yeah, personal massager. I, I I want the female opinion. If she gets cream pied by a hologra- hologram, <laughs> I think it's cheating. <laughs> no, it's not because none of it's real. Cleanup is so easy. Okay, yeah. so- computer and program, it's all gone. Yeah. It's all the hockey, it's all it gone. Flies into the air. Computer and pregnancy. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I got good news and bad news. Good news. Hey, congratulations. You're expecting bad news. If you walk across that uh, threshold of the holodeck, instant abortion. I got to imagine there's some somebody who that's their holodeck program is like they want to go through childbirth. I don't no. think you could do that. I'm sure you uh, could. How would how would you simulate that? I, I don't know. I can't say no, but it's I mean, it's the 24th century. They got they got really smart computers and stuff. Got I, don't, I don't think they're that smart, Dennis. I really don't. Are you guys going to go see um, The Voyage Home? Are you guys going to go do that? I'm thinking about it. What is that? Soon, I think. Yeah, it's in August or September. I got to look at the dates again. Mm, I have to look. It was that. What's the What's, name of that company that does it? Uh, Fathom. Fathom yeah, there Events. It is. There it is. What's the date? Uh, August 2nd and 3rd. God damn it. No. Did, did it already happen? No, no, that's oh. what I'm expecting. Oh no, it's uh, mine says the twenty the August nineteenth and Sunday, August twenty second. Okay. That sounds about right. Maybe I'll go. go. That was one of the first ones I remember seeing that didn't traumatize me. So <laughs> So that I'll you go should see go that. see it. Yeah. Did I miss did we miss Star Trek three? I guess so. Uh, they probably didn't do it because did of COVID. Why didn't they like just do it after the fact, like after the anniversary or something. That's silly. I just, because I've enjoyed, I saw one and two in the theater again. Mm-hmm. It was awesome. And, and that was awesome. And then, um, didn't one come back around? No, I only remember seeing one that one time. Okay, we watched I... it in the theater and then we watched it all together once. Oh, that's right. Yeah. yeah and then I saw, I watched Wrath of Khan. That was great. Oh my mm-hmm. God. I wish I could have seen that one. It was it's awesome. Amazing in the theater. It was so cool. And, uh, but then again, I, I, that was a case where I got there really early and I was really excited and there wasn't a lot of people there. And then a bunch of people showed up and I was like, what the fuck? And I wanted to leave, yeah. but I stayed because it was Wrath of Khan. It's Wrath of Khan. They're doing this we Fathom to... event for Stripes. What? <laughs> yeah, 40th in. anniversary of Stripes. That's cool. 40th. Oh, that hurts. The Great Muppet Caper. Backdraft. <laughs> That was oh, my no. favorite joke in the Navy was from Stripes, though. Whenever people, anytime the conversation when you'd have a midwatch or something and people would start talking about why they joined, I would always steal John Candy's joke with, well, I figured, you know, I'd join up so I'd have a choice in it and the draft, otherwise the draft would get me. And it, it would always just stop the conversation and just like, 
What? They're doing a Labyrinth 35th anniversary. That's cool. Fathom event. Never I've seen never it. seen. I've never seen that movie. Maybe I'll go. No, I'm I, I want to go just to see David Bowie's dick giant yeah. on That's, the screen. Yeah. Jenny Clips. David Bowie's codpiece kind of takes the yeah. Is that the one with the goblin? Key? So that's the David yes. Bowie one. Yeah. Labyrinth. Okay. The Transformers this, movie. The I'm story in. with uh. When with... is it? September twenty sixth and twenty eighth. I'm out. <laughs> I'm, I'm in. The Evil Dead. They got some uh, some quality movies coming through. I always enjoy. I mean, who knows if this will actually happen with cases going back up? But I've always enjoyed going to the Fathom events. I'm vaccinated. So am I. I can't die. I got no, vaccine. I still don't want to get COVID though. Like that sounds. It's eventually we're all going to get it. It's just that we have a higher chance of living now. Well, that's good. I like that. So. But don't you need like someone... a booster after six months or something like that? They they're talking about it, but not. It's not a thing yet. That's when they're going to stick the five G tracking a, device. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of the other countries are like, hey. You know, before you guys have seconds, could we get first? Yeah. <laughs> can we just get the first shot, you dicks? God, we already have the 5G tracking device. It's in your pocket. Yeah. Holding uh... up for 6G. Yeah, buddy. But yeah, so um, so every she starts hallucinating and she's seeing weird shit. And then I guess they're gonna meet with the Botha, some alien, because they're flying through their space and they need to do. Um, like some kind of negotiations and she right. doesn't she's got to do that so she's preparing for that and so these two uh, incidences are kind of coinciding together like she's seeing all this weird shit yeah then she starts hearing her boyfriend you're whoa what are you they, they really needed data for this episode yeah because anybody with any level of deductive reasoning would have figured out, hey, I think the the Botha guys are doing this to us. Anybody who went through the episode of TNG where the Ferengi captain was yeah. planning signals into the Picard's yeah, the brain with uh, Stargate. Vigo! I'm confused Vigo! because if anyone should have figured this out, it should have been the Vulcan. Like, shouldn't have Tuvok yes. have said, like, yeah. okay, losing logic one and the other have they have to be related right like he didn't even mention it yeah because he got fucked up with his wife showing up though yeah that messed his head up i love that was my favorite dumbest part of the episode because they show his wife on screen and she's like imagine you back in 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 vulcan and vulcan looks like a terrible hot shithole that no one ever read and it's just him standing there in front of clearly what's a blue screen and he's just like Oh yeah, this place looks amazing. Like, well, that, that was a pretty accurate depiction of Vulcan. Though. I know, but it was funny because like you saw this the hot steam move across the plains. Like this, I don't know why I wouldn't want to pretend to be this place. Rules, man. <laughs> and I did also find it amusing too. This is back at the beginning of the episode when they tell her to go uh, to go relax, go go to your mm -hmm. quarters and relax. Yeah, they never take off their uniform. Yeah, like. She she goes to relax, yeah. but she's still in her work clothes. But that's been. Consistent. But then, then the funny part about it is too when she hears her boyfriend's voice, she goes to check it out. She goes back and sits on the room and sees the photo. She's wearing her fucking uniform, like she's sitting there with him and the dog and with the uniform on. Yeah. Because you see the red little patch. But yeah. At least she's not in that robe that she was wearing before when she was like negotiating with 
the guy over the um, the intercom. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The sexy guy. Yeah. Was it the sexy guy? I think it was right. It was the the one planet with the that had the thingy that could help him get the along farther thing. with the with the oh, pie. Yeah. Uh, but I just, different. I just think it's funny though that even go relax. The first thing you do when you get home from work is you take your clothes off and you put on sweatpants and like a giant t-shirt. That's what the thing everybody does, except Ben, who just wears polos all the time. Yeah. Although I, I, because I'm, I'm unfortunately fatter than I've ever been in my life. I have now gone into the habit of as soon as I walk through the front door, I literally keep a pair of sweatpants by the front door now. Yeah. So now you like, wear polo and sweatpants. Polo and sweatpants. Ben, I beg of you, get a muumuu. Like Homer Simpson, that would yeah. be so great. Well, I do have a reaching stick. So. <laughs> I wash myself with a rag on a stick. Yeah, your fingers are too fat. Just mash the keys. <laughs> well, that's oh, a, a great, great episode. One. Yeah, that's a really good one. In the moo moo, I love the moo moo bit. It's so good. But yeah, um, but again, I understand that it's Star Trek and they always have the uniform on, but come on, man, yeah. like that's the first thing everyone does. They take their clothes off. Even when I was like Stephanie works from home, she has like work sweatpants and then like off well, I gotta get that out of these clothes. It's like you've been wearing it's the same thing, it's just a different color. You're still wearing sweatpants. But it's psychological. It I know. At but least no, let I'm, her at least let her Al Bundy it, you know, like yeah. loosen her belt and put her hand down her pants or something, you know. I mean, when I was in the Navy, though, we had our uniforms on all the time unless you were going to bed. So, you know. Yeah, I guess. I'm just saying. It's just funny. You know, I'd put on PT gear if I was going to go work out or something. But so I was again, always in uniform. Go back and watch the photo. Look at the photo, and it's oh, she's, that's been since episode one. I know, but it's still funny that even in her off time, when she's taking a picture with her boyfriend and their dog, she still got the fucking uniform weird. on. Yeah, yeah. I, you don't have Dennis. You don't have any pictures of you with family while you're in uniform, like you, just hanging out. Like a yeah, ch- but just, this looks like a cherished no. memory. No. In, in, Okay. <laughs> They're all from events and stuff like uh, uh, official dinners or ceremonies or something like that. Yeah. Okay. I, I guess I'm the only one. I wasn't walking around the house in my uniform. I, I would literally be wearing my uniform now if it still fit. Just why? My Starfleet uniform? <laughs> because I'm a nerd? Oh. Okay. <laughs> I thought you meant your Navy uniform. Well, I mean, I, I would. Oh. Yeah. You know, the, the Starfleet uniform fit longer than the Navy uniform fit. So it's there's a little room to grow. If someone gave me a Star Trek II uniform, I would probably wear that thing a lot. Maybe not in the summer because it would yeah. be hot. Yeah. This but, right now, no. But in the fall, wintertime, yeah. Yeah. If that parka's with it too, oh, shit. All day. All day. I love that parka. That parka is the most awesome thing most awesome but uh no park is on this episode just victorian garb or regency garb spooky I guess. ghosts spooky ghosts spooky. And, and, and sex, sex fantasies dreams. i mean for me those two things are one and the same spooky ghost sex fantasies Do it would seem like paris life? like it would have targeted paris with some sex like how come it didn't target him with sex because ghostbusters Apparently, his father and my mother went to the same school. 
<laughs> I mean, it was just like, eh. Well, because what, what you guys are speaking about is then everybody on the, sh- the ship, once they were attacked, they started seeing visions and getting kind of catatonic. Yeah. Um, and they all sucked in they, your little world. They saw things specific because Janeway's like, well, who do you see up there? Because Janeway saw her boyfriend and Paris saw her dad and, and, um, Tuvok uh, saw his wife and Harry saw his girlfriend. His, his, his girlfriend. It was just an empty screen. It's not real. Well, she, she's on a different screen. You can't see her. Yeah. Yeah. She, her screen is in California. I mean, I accidentally, she was on my screen here and I accidentally changed the channel, but she, you know, that's, it, she's real. I, yeah, I, I, actually, I accidentally went through time and, and, and we were engaged and stuff and I was working at the academy and shit and, and we hung out and, and we, and, and yeah, sure, Harry, had, sure. No, we had, we, we had sex a couple of times and everything. It was, it was hot. Harry Kim saw nothing and that's what made him sad because he's got nothing to look forward to. That's so <laughs> That's why he's just staring blankly. He's like, "What do you see, Harry?" Nobody loves me. Nothingness. Uh, I don't know, girlfriend or something. I don't care. It's twenty years in the future, and I'm still an ensign. Fuck. <laughs> oh, Reminded yeah. me of that uh, the mirror from Harry Potter, for like. Oh, Eris said. Yes, yes. I thank you. I couldn't remember the name of it. It's desire spelled backwards. Oh. Fancy. Oh, it's um, spelled backwards. <laughs> <laughs> but she, um, but yeah. So then they kind of go on the rest of their way. And again, this is another episode where things are better if they're together. As soon as they start splitting up, bad shit starts happening. Yep. And you never the, split up the party. Never split the party, Voyager. How do we? How many times do we have to explain this to you? My favorite is when she sends Chakotay down to engineering, and. The whole thing with uh, Balana and, and Balana hooks up. She's kinky because he had his hand around her neck when they were getting ready to smooch, and then then she magically Klingon. Then magically they end up back in their quarters, like they run from there to here and throws right. her on the bed, and then they start kissing. She just grabs his face, like yeah. But what was so awesome about that though is when we go back to the bridge and Janeway's like, "I got to get to engineering," and she gets onto the turbo lift, and Chakotay's just. Like he's he never left the elevator. Actually, that footage was from a different episode. Yeah, that's what Brandon Bragger was talking about. <laughs> like that's just know. what Chakotay does uh, when he's when he's not on screen. He just stands in the elevator. Like God, this is yeah. awful. This and is that was so- an actual reaction from Kate Mulgrew. She's like, Jesus, he's fucking doing it again. Really, you fucking <laughs> lazy motherfucker, just standing there like a dumbass. So it's not looking good for our home team, though. Everybody's now the whole team. Everybody's mm-hmm. captured. Except why didn't Dr. Kess Dr. realize, Kess. like, uh, or why didn't Janeway realize that Kess was the key? Like, the, she knew that Kess had some kind of power over these hallucinations. Mm-hmm. Well, that's like, why she, she called her to the bridge. Yeah, and she never showed up. up here. Yeah, and she never came, which I thought was weird. Kess to the bridge, and then it never happened. Yeah, and then I, she, she has to work with the doctor to. Uh, finish what Torres was working on with that that electrostatic bullshit which just shows everybody is is super like they act like they know a lot of shit but really the computer does everything on this show yeah, yeah. they just have the ideas and tell the computer to do it yeah just wave your hand over the computer and it'll like all right i know what you mean a computer do something i just think it, too many people can read too many languages too fast 
like Cass, I got it. She's been on here for a year now or something, but none of these consoles are in her native tongue. Right. So she had to, to learn Federation standard letters. Does the universal translator not like apply to reading? Well, yeah, I guess it does because like on discovery, there's that episode where the universal translator gets a virus and everybody speak it turns into Tower of Babel and like the helm controls go into Arabic. Yeah, that and, was fun. You know, and everybody's like yelling at each other in different languages. And only Saru is like, didn't anybody else learn languages? Am, <laughs> am I the only one? And he's sick and he's all pissed off that he had to come to work on his sick day. Not even supposed to be here today. Can you believe they put gum in the storm shutter locks? <laughs> Savages. <laughs> now I'm picturing that whole movie with Saru. Just being Dante. Dante. I could I could see Saru totally being Dante. Okay, well, so then who is uh Randall? Yeah, who's Randall from Discovery? I guess Tilly. Michael. What did you say, Jenny? Tilly. Tilly is Michael. Or Tilly's Randall. I could see that I could see Michael kind of being that because she's always a rebel doing what she wants, kind of like fuck everybody else. Like like when she's mm-hmm. ordering see now the ordering the uh all the porn Idiot. movies. The porn, yeah. And then the oh wait, what was that? What's the name of that movie? <laughs> Scrappy Happy Hero Pup or whatever. Oh my god! And then of course Jay and Silent Bob. Uh, Jesus, that movie rules. I'm just trying to think who would the Discovery Jay and Silent Bob be. One of them would probably be uh, what's her name? Tig. Um, no, I'm well. Yes, yes. The new engineer. Jay. Tig yeah, could be Jay, yeah. or it could be the helmsman and the. Uh, the ops like i, I don't know yeah name. they could be detmer and yeah, the detmer. other oh yeah what's the girl's name yeah i know who you're talking about something something nigerian yeah oh, future, future Abuelo. Nigerian. Abuelo. her yeah. family were luddites but uh lieutenant daft punk you can't say that word ben luddites you, you said it again i don't luddite. even know what do you know what luddites are i know what they are people who okay. don't like technology thank you I was making a joke. Jesus. God. I didn't know because I was like, did he really say something bad? <laughs> <laughs> Do we have to edit this out? <laughs> I was like, am I going to have to figure out where this is? That's why I kept on it because I was like, I need everybody to know. I'm, no, I'm, that, no that, they are Luddites. <laughs> that is a thing. <laughs> like you being that convincing about it actually makes it worse. Now I want to watch Clerks. Where is that streaming? I wonder. Oh, God. A lot of those movies don't. I know Dogma can't stream because of the rights thing. But, uh, because what do you mean no the, penis thing? Well, no the the what do you call it? Oh, it's the, on Hulu. Uh, Premium on Hulu. Dogma or no Clerks? Uh, Clerks? Okay, good. No, but Dogma I guess is like a Weinstein company production. Oh, okay. And yeah. since all of Harvey's uh, shit's kind of tangled right now, it's on YouTube. That's one way of putting it. <laughs> So I watched, I've started watching movies on YouTube just to completely uh, rabbit hole. Um, I watched Master and Commander the other night. Uh, that's a good first movie. Time. Never watched, Jenny recommended it a billion times. Um, I've, yeah. it was recommended back when it first came out, but I just, ne- did, for whatever reason. And did you not fucking love that movie? Every minute of it. Yeah. 
Because I, I know that you like shit with ships and old people and stuff. And Navy and, and, and Russell Crowe. And, you know what, Jenny? That's a perfect description of Ben. I know you like ships and old people and stuff. Like, yeah, that's it. I mean, I know exactly who you're thinking about. Yeah. Spaceships, naval ships. Like, you love ships. Yeah, old exactly. people. No, I was thinking about how could I transform this movie into a Star Trek episode? And it, it would so easily, especially in, in Wrath of Khan era, so, which is just you know more to uh, Nick Meyer that you know they did as well as they did. But I mean, even no. when you saw all the stuff and they were talking about Wrath of Khan, like it's like yeah. a, it's like the submarine movie they were saying. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, the uniforms though, the, those wraparound reds were supposed yeah. to be very nautical feeling, and you know that 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 whole I guess Regency era. That's uh, a great movie. Navy. Yeah. I just yeah, Master and Commander. I want to read those books now. I didn't read those when I was a kid, so there apparently is a series of books. I didn't know that. So I didn't know that either. And I just generally like Russell Crowe. Yeah, like I think he's mm-hmm. a fine actor. See, I want Russell Crowe to be one of the captains of, of the, the. I guess the ship in that movie was the Surprise. And Surprise. Then I, and I want like oh, and uh, uh, Vision was uh, the ship surgeon, mm-hmm. and like there's just a shit ton of people in this movie, so it just great but i want sean penn and sean bean not sean penn jesus sean bean to be like a, another captain and i want them to be like in a task force for during the napoleonic era except he was on sharps rifles so that wouldn't work well it sounds like you got it all figured out but yeah that was, just, that was just an awesome movie it was the same war though so that would they could they could meet up Mm-hmm. So, so the captain, so so Russell Crowe and Sean Bean could meet up, and they could have a. Are mission you gonna write to... fan fiction now? Yes. It's there you go. Hot. Oh, it's it's gonna okay. Master right. Bader and Commander. I mean, either way, I think it would be cool. But yeah, it's just well, I used to love Sharp's rifles when I was a kid, so that works. I wasn't really a kid. I was in my thirties. But anyway, yeah, that was a long time ago. I'm excited for you, Mrs. Ben. Mrs. Davenport, though. Wow, crazy! And then she tries to kill her, and it's oh yeah, the, the 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 nurse or the housekeeper shows up with a knife at the door. What We're way out of sequence with this, but yeah, that yeah. was fun. Yeah, and then we come to find out, no, she's not. She never left sick bay. She's just hallucinating. Yeah. She's in sick just spazzing bay. out on the floor. And then Chakotay, uh, I mean, not Chakotay, but Tuvok is just screaming at her. Bitch, chill the fuck out. <laughs> He's having like a Samuel Jackson. Oh, Ringo, oh, Ringo, tell that bitch to chill out. <laughs> like smack her back in. But here's the thing, though. Does that, that bitch be cool? I, I really think. Uh, like Fonz. Kate Mulgrew really can do horror, like horror episode reactions. Like the, the looks that she gets when she's like, I just saw a ghost or did I? Or like, she's a completely rational person. And now the rational universe is failing her. No, she was she was great I, in this episode. Excellent in this episode. Yeah, I mean, right from the beginning, she looked, I believe she was really irritated. You know? <laughs> Wouldn't you be if you were on this show? Yes. I just, I, I mean... I've I've loved her as an actress for a while. I mean, all the way back to Ryan Hope days. So, she's she's awesome, and it, more so in this episode than we've seen in a while. So. Yeah, she's great. She is. She's great. And, but then we find out. Oh, yeah, 
oh boy from the other ship and making them do hallucinations but they don't really because we've already kind of been through it all yeah. you know they kind of see each other they do the things they go the catat- they go catatonic it's only uh the doctor and kess left kess goes down to engineering on the way she sees paris who's like help me don't leave me and she's she's smart enough to know like no this is bullshit and yeah. then she gets to the, the the computer machine and starts doing the computer machine stuff and then neelix shows up and neelix is being a dick to her yeah. um so that's not very much out of character she can't even tell she's like i can't tell if this is a hallucination or not like this is just neelix they're getting better at, at imitating the real people hey you're getting fat you should lose some weight good <laughs> give you face herpes yeah. and hand herpes yeah like she got face and hand herpes which was weird and then like there was like regatta cheese coming out of it like it was like fucking stuffed shells and i thought that was odd mm-hmm. very milky she looks very milky it was, it was dripping yeah it yeah. did actually drip with neelix when neelix threw yeah. himself to the floor some of it fell off of his face yeah, i thought so. that was gross like that's awesome but it looked really cool and then Cass figures it out and shuts out the pulse and then the alien's just laying on the floor and then he disappears yeah. well neelix was the well the alien yeah it was neelix, yeah. neelix so when she pushed the 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 bad juju back on him and he was like ah and collapses from the pain or whatever yeah but then when the captain comes down and it's just like oh you know what are you gonna do how you know it's like oh we can lock you up or this or that and he's like but how i was never here and he ghosted that's kind of all is coming from inside the spaceship. I, I kind of hated that part of the episode. It's like, why does he just disappear? Yeah, I would like. And then him. all the ships disappear. It's like he. What, what got me though is he looked like a coworker of mine, George. And <laughs> it was very, it was very confusing, and I'm just like, God, come on, man! I played golf with you. Now I got to look at that face. It did feel like an easy out yeah. for that that storyline there. I like, think it was oh, meant to be spooky. Everything? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, Do these guys come back at all, or is this just? I don't think so. Whatever. I don't know, but it was a. But I, I really enjoyed the episode. I'd like to find out later in like season seven. Dude never left. He just made him think he disappeared. Oh he shit! On the ship the whole. And they time. never gone nowhere. Or maybe he actually is a space anomaly. Whoa! Ooh. Now I'm starting to turn on this episode. <laughs> No, dude, don't. <laughs> don't don't stay focused. No, I think there was... was no ship there. Well, it was just hidden. No, that because it they disappeared when he disappeared. Yeah, because he 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 uh, was he is a space not fucking space anomaly. It's not a space, a space anomaly, anomaly. Dennis. It, it wasn't. <laughs> it was a bothan. Yeah. It was no, a bothan. They were killed. You're talking uh, yourself into it, Dennis. You're no, talking Dennis, yourself into hating just, this episode. Just stop. stop. Just stop, Dennis. Yeah. There's no, one really, other episodes to hate. Yeah, I know, but I really didn't like the ending. No, I agree. I thought the ending left something to be desired, but overall, I thought the episode was really good. They need some space handcuffs or something for when they people like show up and they need. She should have just blasted his ass when he was talking back to her. But like, I don't care what you say, bitch. Be like, just take that. Blocker, yeah. blocker, <laughs> sprinkle some crack on him. <laughs> that joke never gets old. But overall, I mean, I thought the episode was really, really good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was definitely, it was, it was enjoyable. Yeah, totally enjoyable. Just Jenny slaps her cat for biting her. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to go on a limb here, and I'm going to say this episode is a six and a half. 
I think I'll give it a seven. Whoa! I liked it. Hey, yo, Dennis, what do you say? Uh, it's a six. I don't know if it's just a Voyager six or if it's a, a real six, but I something tells me it's a six. It's a Voyager seven for me, for sure. Oh, <laughs> man. Yeah, okay, all right. <laughs> ben, what do you say? Okay, so the Vulcan scene uh-huh. was a piece of the matte painting from Star Trek Four when they went to Vulcan uh-huh. as a background shot. But it looks um, so bad, though. It looked so I'm, bad. Well, yeah, the way that they the way they kind of spliced it. it together, it looked like one of Dennis's Photoshop things. Despite that, <laughs> it played my style. Despite that, <laughs> I and I'm going to have to justify this, um, and it might be because. We've had so many trash episodes for so long. That's going and it, high. It just, it just wore you, just wore me down. Mm-hmm. That this episode was such a relief, mm-hmm. and and I got to enjoy it. Okay, I've been nagging you. Seven point five. Whoa! Wow. That might be one of the highest ones you've ever given, Ben. It just it was such a relief not to hate an episode. That's the highest one he's ever given. Oh no no no! He gave an eight for state of flood data flux wow this was i mean so we all enjoyed this episode yeah i mean i enjoyed it on the low no dan has got a six i got a six and a half jenny's a seven ben's a seven and a half i mean that's pretty good for voyager i mean for voyager that's like a 10 yeah (laughs) yeah i just like i said it's a combination of yeah it was a good episode but then also it was just so I know that this this is definitely grading on a curve. It's our third highest rated episode of wow. so far. Wow. What was the highest? Was it Flux? The highest is the 37th. Ah, okay. Mm. That was a good episode. Wow. Well, I mean, that's pretty good. I think we all I'm know sorry. the low. Yeah, State of Flux was. Ooh, State of Flux. Yeah, and then 37th. Was state of flux. I'm googling it now. I was gonna say, it was like our favorite episode. Um, but I think I remember us saying it had a dumb name, but other than that, it was pretty good. State of flux is they receive a distress call from a ship identical to the one seen at the previous planet, and it appears to be genuinely been what I don't even know. Oh, Seska's on here. Oh, it's that Seska. That okay, yeah, well, that's when she splits, right. Yeah, that's when Seska leaves. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah. she saved that episode. Yeah, that was good. Yeah, that's probably the thing we liked most about it. Yeah. Can't wait till she comes back. What? Spoilers, Dennis? Come on. She's obviously going to come back. I know, Dennis. I'm just being stupid. And she brings her sister. Who's actually... um, Sanka? No, it's not Seska. Her sister is the fucking security officer from season one. Yar. It's Yar. It's Tasha Yar. She's like, I just want to buy need money. I just show up. I mean, you guys are just going to keep putting me in the shows, man. I'm just going to keep being here. Fuck, this is awesome. If she shows up on Picard, I'm out. Just. I hope not. Marty kind of out. Yeah, I feel I feel. I mean, I'll is. watch it. I'll watch it eventually. But yeah, I'm not I, gonna I kind of enjoy being it. a rush. I kind of enjoyed it. I just wish you guys would watch it so I could talk to somebody about it. I mean, I'll watch it. I just, I'm in no hurry. I just, I kind of just don't care. Season two is going to be pretty good. Nostalgia is only going to get me so far. 
I don't even find time to watch the shows I care about. So. Well, we watch. We force ourselves to watch Voyager every week, but because we, but that's because we love doing this podcast. That's how much we love this show. It's not our. It's not our job, Ben. We do this because we want to do it. You guys don't get paid. No. Trek FM sends me a check. Oh, those bastards! To keep doing this show, (laughs) they send you a check to sabotage us. Stay off. Stay off their network. Yeah. Yeah, stay over here. That sounds about right. That was your buyout. It's like, well, we could give you a show or and sabotage the competition. Fifteen hundred a month if you just take them on bring up baseball at ill opportune times. Because we know those idiots will fall for it, especially how about that Man City United game? Wow, it was crazy. (laughs) It was cray. You should be proud. We didn't talk about Messi one time during this episode. Next week's episode is about next week's episode is about Chakotay. Uh-oh. Tattoo. Tattoo. Okay, so it's not about the short person from Fantasy Island. That's what I'm hoping it's about. It's about the plane boss. (laughs) What's his name? Hugo Villachez? Is that what his name is? The way to bring Khan in. This is how they're going to bring Khan because Tattoo shows up first, and then Khan that would have been awesome up. if he was one of Khan's. Uh, yeah, that would be his Khan's lieutenant. Yeah, yeah. Instead I of watched some reruns of that once. Like I guess it was like five years ago. Ben, you and I were watching it, and I was like, I feel like in my head canon now, this is Khan, and this is a holodeck program. He's bringing people in. Yes, <laughs> Fantasy Island is a holodeck program. Maybe that's his prison. Mm-hmm. And he just he's got transporter psychosis or something i don't know this is what happens when he's in stasis this is what's happening in his head oh okay i like that highly recommend if you haven't seen the uh, fantasy island with roddy mcdowell as the devil check that one out mm-hmm. i was I, I, on pluto tv right mm-hmm. probably yeah, somewhere everything's on pluto everything's on pluto i love pluto i pretty much never leave the bob ross channel Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. I just flip it on and then fall asleep in like five minutes. Of course, there's a Bob Ross channel. That sounds wonderful, though. (laughs) See, I can't stay on Peacock with uh, Columbo. See, I watch watch Pluto and watch the Rick Ross channel, which is just awesome. It's just Rick Ross. (laughs) The big controversy everybody's talking about with talking about channels, I guess they took the Star Trek movies off of Paramount Plus. Yeah. And put them to AMC Plus. Yeah, which I don't understand. Uh, I, I don't get that at all. AMC must have paid a boatload for him. Yeah. I just, I wish That's they would. There's no reason to get AMC Plus. Yeah. yeah. Once you've seen Breaking Bad and Better Call Saul. Like, well, Comedy Bang Bang. Oh, well, I mean, that is a good selling point. Doctor that Who. was literally the only reason I thought about it. And then I was like, yeah. I can just download it. <laughs> so I guess the Doctor Who premiere this year was on uh, AMC Plus. So I just got around to watching the Christmas episode uh, like a couple of weeks ago. Oh, I thought you meant like the the next season already premiered on No, no, it hasn't AMC premiered Plus. yet, but oh, okay. it's going to be on AMC Plus. I think they really? it's not on B- the BBC channel. They're not going to show on BBC America? The ratings aren't high enough, so BBC America that's is bullshit. not picking it up. Because it's a woman, that's why. Yeah, I stopped well, watching that shit like, was it three years ago or something? I, well, so when she took over? 
Yeah, yeah. I never finished Chetty. the first season. Yeah. I never. It wasn't good. The first season. It wasn't good. So that you yeah. that you're fully justified. It was it it was tragic. Because she was good. I hate that she's leaving, but if it but she's leaving and uh, Chip knows leaving, so good. It's, I'm just like fucking great. Yeah, I felt bad because like she's great. I loved everything she was doing with the character, but the writing was just so freaking terrible. There was one of those on the official uh, account or something. Uh, they said who was the who was your favorite showrunner, and it was like Russell T Davies, Stephen Moffat, or Chris Chibnall, and uh davies bar was like almost all the way across and yeah. you know moffitt's was halfway across and chibnall's was like this barely any movement on the thing with one vote yeah and it's, his it's mom. him it his wasn't mom. even him it was even he mom. voted for russell t davies yeah everybody and i suck at this sorry <laughs> i let everyone down i apologize i just yeah it just even his because they were like oh well, he wrote some very good episodes i'm like no he, he, he didn't Moffat did some great episodes when Davies was there. That that's you know you could tell because Moffat was a huge fan back in the '90s. I mean, I've literally found Usenet threads where he's like, if you know, if I was making Doctor Who again, here's what I would do. What threads? Usenet. What's that? Yeah, I don't know what that is. I thought you said Usenet at first, which is no. that internet service for people who live in the boonies. Yeah, but Jenny, please tell me I'm saying that word right. Yeah. Okay. Uh, that's how I've always heard it. Yeah. Okay. It's it's like old uh, BBM like forums. Uh, yeah. Back back in the proto days of internet in the nineties. It 90s. was like between BBS and like modern forums. I BBW? guess. BBW. BBW yeah. is good. Yeah. I know that. BBC. Know that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Those are the BBs I know. I love all these BBs right here. <laughs> but yeah, so he, he like would have entire threads though. Um where he was talking about oh he would you know do this with the doctor or that and like it's stuff that showed up during his run like he would get the doctor married or he would have um an episode where it was out of order and blah and he was just describing episodes that 20 years later he would end up doing and it's just really cool to see that that is cool but all star right trek, we don't have anything like that in star trek we need some legacy kid that's like was a Star Trek fan since he was a little kid that comes in and, and revitalizes. Isn't that man. what Mike McMahon? Isn't he basically that? Isn't that what J.J. Abrams did? He's the guy, the showrunner for Star uh, Lower Decks. Oh, yeah, He had that's the right. TNG Season 8 Twitter account. That's right. That's right. Uh, you are correct. Yeah, good for that guy. Lower Decks is a great show. Check it out, Bob. I watched the first three episodes. I liked it. I just... I don't know. I have, I have a lot of shit to do. No, I just avoid watching new things. <laughs> I know some of that sounds dumb, but like I'll watch an episode of uh, what's that dumb show uh, uh, with the stupid Staten Island dudes? Brooklyn Nine Nine. No, um, my brain stopped working. He literally said Staten Island. Why would you say Brooklyn Nine Nine? I forget. Whatever. I've never seen the show. So I, I just, I have, I just don't in watch. The title. A, I don't watch a lot of new things for some reason. It's just weird. I can't. I don't know. I feel new like thing that I I watched recently was that Invincible show. Mm-hmm. How was that? Uh, I thought the show was okay, uh, but the voice acting, like they they went for big names on all the voices, pretty That's much. That's cool. Like all the voices, but yeah, 
when you're not a voice actor, like it, it was kind of painful to me because like Sandra O oh played the mom and like Sandra O, oh, I think you have to see her to really appreciate her acting because she like, you know, she's she uses her whole body to perform mm -hmm. and just like her voice is just like kind of flat. And what's his mm -hmm. name? Uh, the guy, J.K. Simmons, was one of the main roles, too. And mm -hmm. it's the same kind of thing. It's like he's used to kind of performing as a person you know I like a whole that. person yeah. then the yeah. voice is just kind of weird to hear. I, I disagree with that entirely i i agree with you with O, but jk simmons i thought did just a fantastic job and like the animators really went all out to try to capture his expressiveness hmm. i don't know it didn't, this is it, my it didn't yeah it didn't connect with me i, I thought know. like steven yun and uh what's her name um fuck i can't remember her name but she played the Adam Eve. Mm -hmm. Like they, they did a great job. Mm -hmm. There was a lot of great voice. Mark Hamill was great in there. Well, Mark Hamill's a great voice actor. I mean, yeah, yeah. I bet the kids and I have been watching. He's great. The kids and I've been. Don't, yeah, well, there's no. Yeah. He, come man. on, dude. He's the I, fucking Joker. I, yeah, he, I, I think he's the best Joker ever. But when I watched He Man and he's Skeletor. What the new He Man? Yeah, I, mean, oh, I haven't the, seen that. Either. Did you just sound like the Joker, though? The but Joker. I, but I think you have. A, I know this. The, he was probably directed that way, though. They're probably like, oh, come on, just do the Joker, man. Do and I know what Skeletor sounds like in my head. Yeah. Okay. Like, there's a Skeletor voice. Yeah, that, you know, man. Yeah, like, that's, yeah, that's, that's the voice. Yeah, and that's not the voice that we get here. The kids and I have been watching regular show, and uh, Mark Hamill's great on that. This is a great show. But yeah, that show fucking rules. Like it's who really, else likes really regular good. show? Huh. My, My mom. mom. Oh man, that's all. There you go. That's a great way to end. <laughs> well, there you go, everybody. Thank you guys so much for listening. We'll be back next week with more uh, Dork Trek. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Rate us and subscribe on Apple Podcasts, and uh, we'll be back next week. Hey, hey, Dennis. Yes. Don't you have something you want to say to everybody? I mean, I have been wondering this whole time but nobody wants to give me an answer for some reason how's that soy latte coming <laughs>